Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You have one new voice message. New voice messages. Helen, I'm back. I've been away. I've been in Barbados for daddy's daddy. You've been calling me constantly. To be honest, I couldn't be asked chatting with you. But now I'm back in London. I'm ready to crack on, chat about shit. So bring me back and we'll meet up. Bring beef. Deleted. Hello and welcome to Daddy Look At Me. A podcast where myself, Helen Bauer and Rosie Jones sit down and talk to our favourite people from the world of showbiz about attention, childhood and of course, Daddy. Great to have you here. Now let's crack on with the show. Welcome to Daddy Look At Me. you so much I've met you do you want to sing a song yeah you're the one that I want you are the one I want don't look at Cindy ooh 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 honey that was good that was a good song by the way there's covers of that because I did a show at the Bloomsbury Theatre last week and Caitlin who was the tech there she was like what do you want to have playing when you walk in and I was like I like S Club 7 or whatever she was like yeah. have you heard this cover of S Club 7 there's an S Club party cover which is like done in folk music yeah. style and it's fucking on sign like you have to listen to it it's so good I'll find what? it and I'll send it to you well, um, yeah, I've got an anecdote I've got an anecdote about <laughs> that when we were singing Greece yeah, because they do a Grease cover as well. That's how I got there in the <laughs> It's hard to say all your links, isn't it, in your brain? So, like, our guest is just looking at me like I'm a piece of shit right now. No. no. Okay, no. no not a okay, piece of shit. Not a piece Don't of shit. Don't talk. <laughs> no. We haven't introduced you. Um, I didn't talk to you. I looked at you and I talked about you to your face. Yeah, flip the birdie at me, bitch. <laughs> okay. How I, are you? Okay, I've been through the wars in the last two weeks. I actually, I'd like Cindy's input on this. So, like, please <laughs> welcome the guest, Cindy V. Okay, hi Cindy, blah, 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 blah. Um, I thought I broke my ankle the other day because I was at Top Secret. I fell down one step and it like crunched, right? And I was like, holy fucking shit. But I still had a lot of adrenaline in my body. I was in between shows, upstairs and downstairs. I did downstairs. Afterwards, there were some people I knew there. They wanted to have a drink. We were half through having drinks. And I was like, I think I need, I think I've broken my ankle. Like, I think I need to go Mm. home. You know, when you're like, this is really painful. Mm. Got home. Iced it, woke up the next morning, could not put any weight on it and was like scooting 
around on my bum Shit. and I was like, yeah, I've got to go to hospital. Yeah. I rang 111 and they were like, you have to go to the hospital and get an x-ray. And I was like, damn it. So my friend would be hanging out with Neil O'Rourke, who I don't like because of this story. Neil O'Rourke, he um, came to mine, took me to the hospital in an Uber that he paid for. So he is winning in this so way. Far. So, so far, far, Neil's doing really well, right? Great. Get out. He's a great guy. We get to the hospital. He's like, I don't think it's broken. I was like, I know, but for the sake of this, let's pretend it is. Because otherwise you're making me feel like I'm overly dramatic. And he's like, well, you're walking okay. And I was you like, were I walking? am. What happened to the I butt was scooting? dragging like myself. You can't butt scoot into a hospital I thought it was a really proper story go into the hospital yeah. on my bum like a dog yeah you could like well, wiping my anus broken, you could not yeah. ankles ankle okay sorry yeah you could okay it's still very <laughs> swollen actually I'd like to show you in a bit but we got to the hospital um, Neil, I was like, oh, I want a coffee. <laughs> so I gave Neil five pounds. How he- is Neil bad at all in this story? <laughs> no, he comes across like a prick in a minute, I swear. Okay. okay. Um, he went to the Costa at the hospital yeah. and he came back with a coffee for me and he got himself this big chocolate milkshake covered in cream and like oh. chocolate syrup. No, inappropriate to drink in an A&E. There are people having miscarriages all around him and he's there sipping on a chocolate milkshake. Unless yeah. you're miscarrying a coffee shake, I don't know. So you think he's fine? Yeah. 100%. Oh my God. Okay, right. then, 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 they, um, <laughs> the, right, then, the first doctor, Neil's just like looking at me like, it's not broken, it's not broken. And then he doesn't want to play my word cross he gave him my phone. So I'm just getting bad vibes from him. <laughs> and then I go to the first doctor and they said, oh, that's really, really swollen. We better get it x-rayed. And I was like, good. Okay, I don't want it to be broken, but I want to yeah. make sure Neil feels bad. Do you know what I mean? So it was, yes. like, it was like, like a little like tear in my head. Yeah, yeah. So I go in and have x-ray. Great brand with the x-ray guy. Didn't have any <sighs> stickers, but said if I had... He had one. He would give me one. So yes. we were getting right. on really well. Was he hot? Yeah, he was actually. He was right. a very nice guy. But my ankle, I had like cankles at this point. So it, it wasn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I lay down on the bed, had my x-ray. He said, I don't think it looks broken, um, but we'll wait and see. And then he... What, he can't read an x-ray? What is he No, because he has to give it to another doctor. Oh, sorry. He's oh, not what? a moron. He's wearing scrubs. <laughs> what's <laughs> his job? X-ray technician. <laughs> Obviously, X-ray technician. But then, why can't he read the X-rays? Because he doesn't want to give you a definitive opinion because he might be wrong. Maybe he's in training. Why does it need to be? Okay. Basically, then I went to the final consultant, and the final consultant, lovely man, name's Ali. He said it's not broken. But like there's like a ligament tear or something like that. So very, That's very, bad. so still painful. Thank you, thank very you, thank bad. you, thank you. And like blood pooling at the bottom of my foot because it can't like pool in the sole. So it like bruises uh, weirdly. Uh. Painful stuff, right? And then thank you everyone. I want everyone to know I went through a lot. And then it wasn't broken, so I was pissed off. So then I convinced the Dr. Ali to go into the waiting room, call Neil into a consultation room and tell him it was broken and he had to be my full-time carer for like six weeks. And, and Dr. It was, Ali he did, did it. this. It was the best moment of my life. What? He went into the waiting room, went Neil O'Rourke, and Neil just went, oh no, and like gathered all the bags up in his milkshake and like his glasses, like, oh no, oh shit, shit, shit. And I went through to the consultation room and um, he fell for it until he said that he'd have to get me a bell. bad in this story? Because he got a milkshake. (laughs) Oh, I see. That's what made him bad. And the rest of it. He should have been fawning over me. Like, oh my God, he did. He paid for Uber to take you with your unbroken. It was down the road. And then when it wasn't broken, he went, we're taking the bus back. Yeah, well. Yeah. And I paid for his milkshake because I gave him a fiver. <laughs> okay. Well, and he what? was saying it wasn't he wasn't being supportive. How long? What is your definition of supportive? 
like carrying me into the hospital. There you go. There you go. On, <laughs> in his arms, like there a baby being cradled. There you go. And then like a cold flannel on my forehead yes. in the waiting and, room. And not drinking any tasty liquids. While well, he was not a you. milkshake. That no, no, feels like inappropriate. Chewing rocks. I don't, because he's so sad. I don't think you should drink a drink that looks as fun as whimsical with like whipped cream in it when there are people around you who have literally just like been in a car crash. I it does. That. It's like having a mimosa. Do you know what I mean? That's like a celebration drink. No, that's alcohol. That's a step too far. Oh, yeah, but no, but like, can you? Oh, no, this is, but you can see what I mean, though. I, I cannot, but maybe Rosie can. Okay, to the oh, podcast listeners, I will uh, be putting up a picture of Neil O'Rourke drinking this milkshake in the hospital. You had the, you had the I took a picture. A- yes! <laughs> Through you're, my pain. You're the prick. Yes. How? He did nothing wrong. Well, he did nothing. He, he, no, he didn't. You. He didn't take me. He paid and booked the Uber, but like. How long <laughs> were you in there? Like three hours. Yeah, he sat with <laughs> me for three full hours. Yeah. He didn't want to be there. No, I think I just expected more. That is a whole different kettle of fish, <laughs> yeah. right? Okay, fine. Sorry, Neil. Sorry, I've told everyone no, no, a mean I story think, about you. Well, first of all, this is a problem with yeah. people your age. <laughs> Why am I saying that? This is a problem with young people. And you know you're younger than me. There's no more nuance. He's either great or he's a prick. Here's how I see Neil. Neil's a great guy. He came to get you. Then he kind of did something slightly dickish, which is he didn't get you a milkshake. That's the part of the story I didn't like. He didn't Thank get you, you a milkshake. Yeah. And then or also, and also he was, or anything, you know, to lift your mood. And then he didn't say to you, oh, this is bad. He's like, I don't really think it's broken. It's like, don't say that, Neil. I'm, you know what no. I mean? So, but it's Thank nuance. You. It's nuance. Okay. Wait, it's like, yeah, it's like shades of gray. So, so Neil's okay. Neil's okay. Neil can improve for the next time he needs to take you to A&E. Yeah. He okay. can improve some of his things. Well, if you want to be in any kind of long-term situation with anyone, you got to have nuance. I don't want to be in a long-term relationship with Neil, but we're in a long-term friendship. I, I mean, fr- actually, I did fancy him ages yeah, ago. I, I am deep down hoping that will happen. Well, me and Neil, I rock. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'd kill him. Nice. I'd break him in two. Well, that's fine, because he already knows how to get how to push your buttons, yeah. get himself yeah. a milkshake, and not get you one, so you're in good place with him. Welcome to the podcast, Cindy. Hello. Hi, Cindy. How are you? I'm actually, I was very stressed out because I thought I'd be late and I have a bunch of things going on at home. But I saw the two of you at the door and I was like, oh my God, it's It's been so long. It has been so long since we've just sat down and does and, and did that. What's that that my son calls bants? Are we doing bands now? Yes, this is just bands. I'll sing what they were in bear bands. Bear bands. We're just getting to know each other again, like on a human mm. level. It's like reconnecting. Yeah. I've missed you. I've missed you too. I've missed you guys. I've missed all of us. Oh, Rosie and Cindy were holding hands. I'm just going to drink my coffee. I'm all right with that. I don't need um, attention. Were you? Oh, I was going to do this one. Cindy. <laughs> Okay, go for it. Rosie and I are both comedians because we're attention seekers and we believe everyone is. Would you describe yourself as an attention seeker? I think I, in my family I was because I got no attention. Like I was neglected. (gasps) Uh, Not neglected like in that kind of bad way, like they didn't feed me and stuff. (laughs) But I was like the youngest and there was a lot going on at home. Mm -hmm. I was the youngest of two. So to be honest, it wasn't like there was 10 kids. But there was a lot (laughs) going on at home and no one ever... Like, 
no one ever really remembered I was there. Like, you know, I'd be doing something. Wait, you're one of two yeah. and no one remembered you were there? <laughs> yeah. You make it sound like when you're like, I was neglected, I was the youngest, that you like were born 10 years no, after like no, 10 no, other siblings. No, no, I was one of two. How small <laughs> were you? I was, I was a very tiny child. Oh, and also I had a stammer. Why? I had a terrible stammer. Did you? So I'd be trying to say something, but it would be like, kah, 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 wouldn't be, and then people would just walk by and they didn't realize I'd been trying to get a sentence out for the last 10 minutes. No. Yeah, and then at the dining table, I remember I'd try and tell jokes. My mother would say, oh, it's taking too long. Just write it on this paper and would give me a piece of paper and I would write out my jokes. She said, no one has time for this. But my dad used to always wait until I'd finished writing the things I wanted to say, like what I did in school. And then he would read it. Then he'd have a conversation with me. But my mother was like, after like five minutes she'd be like this is taking too long just write it which was okay I guess in a way she still wanted to know but Actually, by hearing about your mother it explains you a lot more yeah mommy yeah. was mommy was busy she was busy being chaotic and dealing with her own shit you know what I mean yeah and um, so anyway so I think at home I was like oh you know someone pay attention to me yeah um, so I think that was but outside not so much because I, I didn't like I went to school in a in the Philippines at an American school, I was the only not white kid, which was fine because kids don't know. Kids yeah. are like, I mean, and they used to call me Blackie, um, oh. which I went home and told my mother, I said, mommy, they call me Blackie. And she said, well, they are very fair and you're not. What's the problem? <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. So I didn't really take it badly. I was like, Your mom was is... like, yeah, that's a fine nickname for you, actually. It's like factual. She's like, you're very dark. They're very fair. What's the problem? So in a way, she didn't pathologize it. She didn't make a big deal. She was like, yeah. you're darker than them. So what? Just call mm-hmm. them whitey. I was like, oh, okay. Did you call them all whitey? Well, I tried, but it would never come out of my mouth. So they didn't really get insulted. Oh, no. They would just stand <laughs> the whole time. I would just be like, yeah. and then I've already gone. Like, just walked yeah. around with a piece of paper that yeah. said whitey, whitey on it and just like showed it to people. We showed it to people. So I think it. You know, in school, I don't think I wanted a lot of attention. That's probably because you got attention from having a stammer, like the first time you speak in class. It was yeah, like, I don't want Yeah, and I got more. a lot of negative attention. Yeah, that's exactly. And I didn't want yeah. that. But at home, I was like, hey. Um, and I always wanted to tell jokes at home. Yeah. Always. It, it was unreal. Now I look back and I'm like, oh. It was obvious I, what I was going to yeah. do. Well, yeah. no, but I didn't remember it. So after, so like the year before, so last year was, so the year before I did my debut hour, so what year would that have been? 2017. I started yeah. having these dreams. I had this dream that I'm really little and I'm wearing a white vest and white bloomers. Yeah. Bloomers, like yeah. proper bloomers. Yeah. And I'm hiding behind a curtain. And I'm trying to open the curtain and tell a joke. And I was like, oh, deep, surreal. Like it means yeah. I'm a, you know, it's my inner child. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I talked to my mom all the time. And so I called her, I said, oh my, I had this dream. And she was like, that's not a dream. When you were little, because, and she said, you don't remember your pajamas? She used to make these outfits for my sister and me to sleep in. They were these big white bloomery kind of underpants. Oh my God. And these white vests, I'd totally forgotten. And she said, um, she said that they would have parties. They loved having parties. And my mom, my sister and I had to go to sleep, but I would come down and I would, there was, I would wait you outside. You think your sister and you were both asleep. Your sister was actually invited. You were just yeah. Yes, I would know, but apparently I used to leave and there was a curtain outside the guest cloakroom kind of, and I would wait. When guests would come out, I'd jump out and try and tell them a joke. Cute! Oh. Like jump out and be like, don't you get across the road? No, I couldn't. I had a stammer. No. So they would be- I, they I would can't be, do the impression of a stammer. I know, but I would like, like literally stand in front of them, just stuttering, staring at them, and they would be in blind panic. They, a lot of these people, I remember Mrs. Garda Kohler. That was her yeah. name. She was Wait, like- Garda Kohler? Garda Kohler, she was German. Wow, that's and a great name. Garda Kohler. I remember she had short, short hair. She just got scared and she was looking at me and I had like these, I was like grunting at her. I remember, I remember that. And so I started remembering all these yeah. things. And I was like, 
And my mom was like, you always want to tell jokes. And you are always so, you know, you are always trying to be joker. So I guess. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Don't say I guess I was an attention seeker if you were going to parties you weren't invited to. They were hiding in, in a house. closet and jumping out. Yeah, but it's not your house then, is it? Like you're just a kid that lives in the house. It's my house. No, okay. Your house. Um, how scary would it be though if every dream you had you found out was actually true in real life? Oh my god. Because I've had some really fucked up ones, and then as soon as you went, but it's actually true. I'm like, holy fucking shit. Yeah, yeah exactly. The but, things I've done in my dreams. Oh my god. But anyway, so I think I must have been. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't identify as an attention seeker, but I probably was. <laughs> I don't think anyone wants to identify as it. Well, you two are doing yeah. a great job. You're like, well, we have to be honest. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, we're yeah. being a true self. We're being the change that we want to see in other ways as well. It's <laughs> the change that we want to see in other people. <laughs> what sort of attention did you like getting from people at laugh, school? Laugh, laugh, laughter. Laugh, was laugh, it always yeah. laughter? Nothing always. romantic. Nothing. Wow. Later. No, I wanted romantic attention when I was, a t- but I was just the clown. I was a. Com- yeah, I was very unsuccessful <laughs> with boys. so cool. Just a clown were you, my love. Yeah, I was. Just a faceless, prideless clown. Desperately trying to get attention through with laughter, was it? With one tear. With one tear. Yes. No, I wasn't. I was in with the cool kids. Congratulations. Well of my jokes. Oh, oh, we never get the cool kids in here. Yeah, I was in with them as the person who was funny. Oh my God, amazing. Um, so, but it was, a, but it was a little bit them? humiliating because I knew that's yeah, why yeah, I was of course. there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I moved to a American school in India. It's a, it's a long story, but it was a boarding school uh-huh. up Ooh. in the mountains in India and it was American and all the kids were super American and they had like fancy stuff. And I don't know, well, anyway, long story. So I got, I got sent there or I wanted to go there, dumb of me, but it was very American setup. You had dances and boys ask girls yeah. out in the two years I was there. So all the girls would line up and the boys would come and ask. I would always- Oh, for fuck's sake. And I would always thing. stand. I would be the only one standing on the wall because everyone got asked. That's awful. But in my defense, I <laughs> was very funny. I got great grades. And then we had this one class and it was um, it was a drama class and it was with Mr. Weidman, yeah. uh, David Weidman. Um, mm. and, he, and he made all, he was very, very good at drama. So he made all of us write a journal and they were very private, mm. but he said it was good for acting. Mm. But because I was the straight A student, he would let me carry his books to from homeroom to his office. Yeah. I once read everyone. You were not in the cool group. Uh, I know. Like before we get into reading them, well, I, if you were the was, teacher was like encouraging you to carry the books. Yeah, yeah, no, but I was in the cool group like during lunch. They'd be like, oh, come over here and I'd tell a joke and it would be fun. I didn't hang out with them all the time. Okay. They were always making out. Okay. With each other. So I whose read diaries every, did you read? Oh, I read the, the diaries of the most most popular boys. In fact, the boy in my class was very popular, Mohit Sagar. Mohit, <laughs> if you're listening to this, you know already. He's not, he's not a very dear friend of mine. He came to my wedding. He was one of the witnesses. Oh, Mohit. Oh, yeah, great. Mohit. But anyway, I read his journal. What and he was such a baby about the girl that he liked. And he didn't know if she liked oh him my back. God. And he was such a tough guy at school. I was like, you are joking me. So in a way I thought, what? Because I was, I was like, I'm cooler than this. And then one day he said something to me in class and I looked at him and I literally quoted one of his lines from his journal. <gasps> you oh yeah. I, I never said I was nice. I said I was- um, No, no, we didn't, no one was- No one was. No one, that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I quoted him the, and no one else knew what the line was and I quoted it to him and he was like, oh, and I said all of it. And then he just never said anything to me again. What? 
Oh my god! I know. In these days, it would be illegal because all consent and all. But then yeah, there was yeah. nothing. Was it just like little chapters for each day? Was everyone writing? He just. We, everyone just wrote their thoughts. Mm. And so their all feelings. the thoughts are pretty much the same, I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I didn't read everyone's. I only read the people that I thought needed yeah, yeah. needed it to be put down a few notches. <laughs> yeah, you needed that power. Yeah, it was so much power. It was so oh, malicious and awful, and I loved it. But also, like. I didn't properly ever keep a diary, but I'd go through phases of doing yeah. it. And I never wrote it for me. I always wrote it assuming someone was going to find it and read it yeah. someday. I always wrote a diary like I would not, like the, I always wrote a diary like I was going to. Be Anne Frank. Sort of. <laughs> it was always, no. It was, I wrote mine to be read. <laughs> no, 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 not in that sense. I always wrote my diary. Oh, yeah, like not it was in the sort of last... like in an attic in Amsterdam yes, or anything. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. wrote my diary always like a last will and testament kind of thing. So yeah. I would like write all kinds of things that I wanted people to know. And of course, I'm still here. So like what? Like what sort of? Like, what? The, like all kinds of things about what they had meant to me. Like every year oh, was nice. my last year on this yeah. planet. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the level of angst. Yeah. I have all my diaries. My parents sent me all my diaries. They're in my house right now. They pulsate with teenage <gasps> angst. If you walk yes. by, you're like, what's that feeling? If you open the closet, yeah. it's my diaries going. Literally. They're so bullshitty angst. It's a joke. <laughs> so, can you tell when you've made so sorry? God, <laughs> I say about like one boy or different boys. No, I only feelings. ever had. I've I've always only liked one boy at yeah. a time. Yeah. So it's always been about that boy, and he didn't look at me. What did it mean? And what is the meaning of it? And you know, why oh, do you think I'm everything. here? Yeah. And yeah. why do you think I'm here? Yeah. Like what you know, and you know this, and then my best friend she. It's just, I mean, honestly, if I was my own kid, yeah. I'd have given myself away. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I think that's normal. Yeah. I wasn't normal. I did the exact opposite. Because as a teenager, I like no boys oh. so my answer well obviously oh whatever <laughs> yes my answer was obviously i'm broken right not, of course no no yeah. i'm gay it was oh i'm, I'm broken yeah uh, not a human being so I decided to tell boys that I like them because I thought if I told them and then obviously they would say I like you because I'm great. Yes, <laughs> and those tits. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I came in today. I had a good feel of you and you, and yeah. that's high quality stuff. <laughs> Thank These you. Babies grew overnight. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I went from a B to a G <laughs> in four weeks. Amazing. Amazing. So I I had a lot of friends who were boys. And what I do, I take them to the co-op. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> 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 and then they wait over and say, oh, I like you. 
in co-op. I got pretty for you. When we were buying in the yogurt and cheese aisle. No. <laughs> no. Oh, sorry. Bread. <laughs> we were not. We were not buying baguette. Take out the white bit. Yeah. And put crisps. Oh the- yeah, oh. that's good. Oh, yeah. dude, that's so yummy. So we do that, and I'd be like, I'll think I like you. I can't wait, baby, I'll think you'll find. Just asked out straight yeah. out, right in full. Every time I'd be like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, but then, then saying, no, my me go. Oh yeah, <laughs> but did you feel like people won't think I'm broken because yeah. I've like said like oh, yeah. I've asked them out? Yeah, and well, then I, yeah, yeah. You're like well, I did my part. Yeah, man. I can put my heart on the plate. Yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. I'm exactly feeling I hate the idea that you thought you were broken for so many years. Oh my well, god! There's a lot of good crisp sandwiches. Yeah. So I won't get into it, but I thought I was broken till I was 25. And then it's so late. Overnight, I was like, oh, wait, one, I'm gay, and two, that's. Okay. Yeah. Well, and yeah. the two revelations together made me go, breathe. I can now eat quick sandwiches <laughs> without <laughs> even asking a boy out. <laughs> the next day, Rosie was doing a tour of co-ops in the yeah. UK, a different woman in each co-op. Get him again, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Do you want my baguette? <laughs> Smash the crisps in, whore! Suck it! <laughs> That's a beautiful story, Rosie. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. Also, it makes me look like such a twat being like, I just danced in front of guys. (laughs) Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you, Rosie, for your sad little story. I'm doing my coffee and I'll let you two get on with it. Thank you so much. Your coffee that looks like caramel, beautiful something, something. So Thank nice. you, Jack, for making us lovely coffees. You're welcome. We love you. I don't before and said it looked like a worthless original. It was a really bad joke. Had to be dropped. <laughs> yes. I found it. Cindy didn't find it. No, funny. I found it very uh, evocative. Fuck um, you. Evocative? Evocative. <laughs> Hello. What the fuck does that mean? That means it made me, it really evoked that spirit yeah. of some buttery, caramelly thing in the coffee. Aren't you, isn't your, is, um, is your first language German? No, English. Oh, well, we, well you know, we, we wouldn't know. We wouldn't know. <laughs> it's hard sometimes because there's so many words to remember them all. Like, I still can't spell minute. M-I-N-U-T-E. Yeah, but I always put E-U-T-E. E-U-T-E. Like, minute. Minuet. Minuet? Yeah, something like that. Is that what minuet is? 
No. Is that a music thing? No. No. Okay, you know what? Let's yeah. go from Let's here. Go. Let's go from here. Otherwise, we're going to be... Hey, Cindy, you little attention hey. whore. No. <laughs> well, Cindy. you certainly have no problem when with the word you... whore. You've only brought it up four times. Then are I we not supposed it. to be using that word anymore, are we? Well, no, you can. I don't Yeah, we can. It's fine. You can call me a whore. You're a whore. I know. Thank you. I know. Um, I've got a really good question for you. When you were Can younger, I interrupt your question? Yeah. One of the things this reminds me, one of the things that's annoying me these days is that whenever you go to... I went to some stand-up in America and we go stand up here it's become very cool for women to reference each other as bitch you yeah. bitches better oh, be you bitches better be no. and you know what kind of bitch are you and I, and I find you know I why why is that the cool way to reference other yeah. women bitch this and bitch. it might be cool in a in certain instances it's just a phase isn't it isn't that going to go out of fashion soon enough? well it doesn't matter whether it goes out of fashion I just think why are you calling each other bitches I mean I'm saying It's different if you're a big rap star and that's the language you're using yeah. and you have to use it in your music. But everyday people getting up on stage and being like, so you bitches must be like that. And you are my yeah. bitches. I'm, like, I'm not anyone's bitch, man. Yeah. I'm still in the yeah. queen and babe phase. Everyone's yeah, but queen a queen, and everyone's babe. a babe. See, bitch, <laughs> yeah. the, the problem is bitch started with men saying, Yo, yeah. you're my bitch. It's not a positive word. Yeah, babe started yeah. with the film with the pig. But- yeah, I'd, I would rather be a pig than some guy's bitch. <laughs> No. Yeah, but where did you go to university? Delhi first. Nice. I went to a lot of different universities because oh. I was studying for a long time as a way to not get married. Smart. Um, Great. Not get married before I wanted. I always wanted to get married, yeah. but just when I wanted. Um, so no, so I wasn't allowed to do that. So I didn't do anything creative. I overcame my stammer by I moved. They, I moved back to a when I moved to India back from 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 the Philippines. I yeah. had to learn a new language. And when you're learning a totally new mm. language, people give you more space. Yeah. And then so there was these gaps weren't awkward with my stammer. And also in a new language, I realized oh, very quickly gosh. that my stammer was associated the most with words that started with vowels. Because in Hindi, you have the vowels are separate than the alphabet. Mm-hmm. So we have a, 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 you know, because it's a fully phonetic language. So the, the vowels were very hard for me. So that's, I figured out, it must have been 11, yeah. that, oh, the vowels are the tricks. Yeah. So then what I did is I used, to, my father had a thesaurus. 
Oh my god! Roger's thesaurus. From school. It was a big thesaurus, yeah. yeah. And I would take all the common words that started with vowels and find synonyms. Wow. So I started to skip those words. Fuck off! How old were you when you did this? Eleven, twelve. Oh, Whoa! That's amazing. Because no one, no, no one in my house was like, "This is a medical problem." They were like, "You're irritating." So I was like, "I got to figure this out." Mm. On the one hand, I'm happy they didn't pathologize it because it was like, "Ugh, you're just." So it was a small thing. If, it, if if they'd taken me somewhere, maybe I would have thought I had a big problem. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe on the other hand, they should have taken me. Who knows? Like I said, no one was really paying yeah. attention to me. Um, Poor Cindy. So, no, it was fine. They had a lot of their own <laughs> stuff going on. If they paid attention, they'd have been like, you need to get good grades, this, that. Yeah. They were putting all their attention on my elder sister. Um, so, <laughs> I wish everyone could just see Cindy's face. So, um, so that's what I did. I remember distinctly coming home and writing down. So what happened is because my stammer wasn't, there was nothing physiological about it. Some people yeah. had physiological things. Um, what I did was I started to just, it just got easier. Yeah. So like instead of, um, I remember very distinctly because and is a word that comes up a lot and I couldn't mm. say and. So I started saying things like moreover. Oh Just my god! Yay. And that could come out a lot easier because it didn't it start was with the, the vowel. vowel yeah. yeah, it was always the vowel word. Wow! And the thing about a stammer is it's a bit like being in a constant state of anxiety. So you mm-hmm. know, if you've ever had an anxiety attack, like on the tube, the next time you get on, you don't have it. That's good. Yeah. That's cognitive behavioral yeah. therapy. Yeah. So I just, you know, sort of slip slided my way around until it got very easy. I concealed it. I mean, I had it up until I came here to university. I was 23, really? 24. But I could see it. Like when I would be yeah. talking to you, I would see the word in the distance and I would already yes. be fixing it. Oh, my God. Do you know what so, I'm talking about, Rosie? Yeah. So I am a big language nerd. Mm-hmm. And because I speak slowly, I am constantly self-editing yes. and I can see the sentence exactly. I'm about to say. Yay! Uh, yay! And I go, no, I don't need that word. Right, that word is three syllables. Oh, I know that one yeah. syllable word. And Fuck, it's a whole new way of thinking, isn't yeah, it? Like, but you're not doing it consciously. It's just happening mm, here all the time. Yeah, yeah. And I think because I couldn't write down, uh. I um, I got a good memory. So I just always do things constantly in my head because it's quicker than... Right in it all yeah. down. That's so And the thing is, I've never met anyone who got it. Yeah. But you get it. Right? Uh, and I, I yeah. totally understand what you're yeah. saying. And so that, but that was then. And now I don't have it. Like, I don't even think about it now. But, yeah. those, but do you still do it? No, I don't have to now because now I don't really have a stammer. I can sometimes, when I, I don't know, sometimes I think, oh, I'm going to trip on a word. Uh-huh. But I don't trip on a word. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was really gone by the time I was in my mid-20s. Mm-hmm. But also the thing is, it was very much, again, it was like, if it didn't happen, then I knew it wouldn't happen. Yeah. But yeah. It, but I I used to see certain words coming. Oh my God, reading out loud. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? I got to do it. Yeah. So I would just 
be ahead of myself all the time. Yeah. Who enjoys reading out loud? It's the fucking worst thing. Yeah. Yeah, Well, when I went to university here, when I went to university here, I I had no idea that the way that they do it here is you have to write an essay and then read it out to your tutor. Mm. Fuck off. Do you have to do that? Yeah. You have to sit. He's sitting in a chair. You're sitting in a chair. You're reading out your essay. That was a bit nerve wracking. But, you know, I think it's a lot of stumbling over and then getting up. I guess that initial Mm. thing Mm. when I was 11 and 12 really helped. Yeah. Did you want to do stand-up comedy from quite like from like your early twenties? No, I'd never, I'd never seen. Didn't even it. think about I'd it. I'd never at all. seen it when I started. Oh wow! I didn't. I had seen a DVD of Eddie Murphy. No, yes, I, I, I'd never seen it. I'd, I'd never thought. I, I never. It had never crossed my mind. Some people had said to me, "You should do comedy. You're very funny. You should write a book or something." Uh-huh. And I'd be like, "No." <laughs> like, I mean, performing was never something that no. I, that I um. But you're so good at it. So good. Well, thank you. <laughs> but um, I don't know what to say. You know, Do you like the attention you get from performing now? Does it feel like you're sort of like, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing? Yes. I mean, I very much feel like, I felt like on the first time I was on stage, was the funny women heats. Oh. I was like, oh, I got to do this again. Yeah. It, um, yeah, I did. I mean, that would, I didn't have any idea what stand up is. I didn't know anything. I got on stage. I did this thing. And by then I knew that it was, because I'd seen all the women go in front of me. So I knew what, that it was like, I yeah, knew yeah. stand up was a thing. I'd never yeah. seen it. I'd never gone to a comedy club, mm. but I knew this was happening. And I thought, okay. But when I was doing it, I felt completely aligned with that's such a wanky word. Uh, <laughs> there was no doubt in me that I would do it again and I would keep on doing it. And I had yeah. no idea to what end. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, I'm just going to do this again. I think yeah. the thing of every time like, you don't realize you've been doing it your entire life until you start doing it. Like yeah. you were going to like sneak down to these parties to try and like join yeah. in and tell these jokes, and like yeah. you don't realize that like you've been spending your entire life trying to make yeah. everyone around you laugh and include everyone yeah. and do yes. the whole bits yes. and bobs. And like you don't even realize it when you first start doing stand up, yeah. but then you start realizing that everyone you're working with as a stand up is like very similar to you in that like yeah. core way. And I tell you what, I always feel that. One is that even in a green room full of people I don't know well, yeah. or even in a green room where a couple of people I'm not really that keen on, they're my people. Hello, sorry to interrupt us with more, but we wanted to say we're at the show hopefully the pair of us it's we're, a dream come true we're bringing our shows so why don't you come and see us live so i'd recommend going to see rosie jones on the 21st to the 25th of january at 8 45 p.m i'm going on the wednesday already with my housemate emma we're very Amazing. excited and then exactly the week after two weeks after i think oh I've <laughs> you've messed it two weeks after from monday the third to saturday the eighth of february you can see helen's show it's called little miss baby angel face so uh google show Theatre. search our names come see both of us Bye. i think that's the best way to do yeah. it yeah do it don't choose a favorite what are you? We all know who the favourite is. Let's just leave it there. Yeah. Thank you. We'll right. see you soon. See you. Bye. Bye-bye. 
lovely ready to wrap this up. Yeah. I think we've been doing you great. Really asked but me no, nothing. yes, we you have. have asked me nothing. Are you serious? What? Did you, you like? Me. Do you like attention? Did you get it when you were younger? Love life. Love life and attention. Um, okay. Now you're okay. Like we've asked you fucking loads of stuff. What do you want to be asked? I don't know. <laughs> What's your bra size? Thirty two D. Thirty-two. That's what I want. That's what I want. Um, Thirty-two back in the big tent. But they're kind of post kids, so your tits are amazing. Stop it. Rosie is everyone's daddy now. Um, Sindhu, do you know what you've got into here? I have to call her daddy. Uh Yeah. Okay, daddy. I am daddy. Why? Oh. What do you mean, why? Disrespect her. Okay, fine. Because she is there, your daddy. She's everyone's there daddy. I need oh. a reason to be daddy. I had a lot of children. Oh, I see. So, okay. I don't mind that. I feel like you do mind it and you're just being like super like, I don't um, know, like, I don't care, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. What vibe would you like me to I present? don't know. I want to have a fight um, with you and I feel like you're just like not doing it and I'm just getting frustrated. I'm not going to have a fight with you. I, I miss fighting I've missed, with you, But though. I miss you. So when I've done missing you, which is going to be right after this podcast, <laughs> then next time we meet, I'll fight with you. you. Okay, but I want you to like actually pull my hair. No, I'll, I'll come and... As my kid said the other day to her sister, you broke my boob. I'm going to come and break <laughs> your boob. <laughs> yes! Break my boob. Daddy, sorry. Right. Sorry, Daddy. Listen to Daddy. So, yes, daddy. I'm your Daddy. We're gonna have a day together. Okay. Me, you, Helen. Do I, can I come on this one? Yeah. Yes! Why? Because so, I'd like to be part of the group. <laughs> How about that? So um, first of all, we need to get your mum involved. Okay. And she needs to make three pairs of Pajamas. Okay. Oh, well, you're going to get the bloomers. Yeah. Yes. We're going to get matching bloomers. I'm so yes. For this. yes. And then together, we're all going to a party. And then One stand behind a curtain. We're going <laughs> to stand behind a curtain. And every time someone comes and gets a coat, we're gonna jump out <laughs> and you're gonna tell a joke. Wait, which joke would you do now? Um, <laughs> like, I'm um, the same joke I used to do. Okay. If they ever feel like you're taking too long <laughs> or they feel bored, me and Helen mm. are gonna pin them down and go, listen, oh. listen to our girl, you bitch. Yes! Oh, Max, you're so good. She's she, like, so good, right? She's like, what a set out of this blabbering I've been doing. So good. Then, obviously, they're gonna laugh at your amazing oh. joke. We haven't heard the joke yet. We don't know if it's good. Well, it's a surprise. For the day. For the day. Mm. I'd like to tell my own joke. I don't want to just hold them down. Then we're gonna all go away 
The lowest, not your day, hell. You put it on the day, but you know, not by day. not by popular demand. You've inserted yourself into my day, not I take my job. I was invited. Well, you asked her in a loud voice. She no, said, I "Okay." Didn't. I yes, looked at her in a loud voice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then we're all going to go to a diner. Oh, of us. And we're gonna talk about your joke. Oh gosh. Whilst we eat grilled cheese sandwiches <sighs> and drink milk. Oh, and can we have baguettes with crisps? And yeah. The, yeah. 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 Can Bill come and carry us yeah. all out afterwards? Yeah. yeah. This is the what best. A day. <laughs> would you like to plug anything? Would I like to plug anything? Yes, actually, I would. I am for all the people listening to this great podcast. I'm going back on tour. Yeah, starting the Sandhog, fifth of September. Yeah, the yes. show is called Sandhog. You have to come to the show to find out why. Because if I tell you, it's like telling you the end of a movie that you know. Like it's I don't want to now say the end of the movie. It's a fucking show. It's Thank so you. good. Like everyone should 100% Thank go. you. So that's going back on tour. It's going all over the place. The dates are on my website. Please buy a ticket. Shout please come. Out. And please bring keep... loved ones as well. Yeah, Share bring, bring loved bring ones. Bring your loved ones. Bring people Yeah, hate. Yeah, and I mean, oh, you know what? Just you come and enjoy it. Yeah. Who has the time to look out for other people, frankly? But what I will say is, and keep listening to this podcast, because it is one of the most genuine podcasts ever. I mean, everyone is just being themselves. Yeah. And then at the end, you get a great story about going out with dad. Sindhu. I love that. Shut up. Do you mean that? I do. Oh. Look at us. We're so happy now. I'm going to go and raise his microphone. Thank you, Sindhu. Do you want a song to sing you out with? Get off your phone. Or you take a picture of us. Stop it. Just stop. Is that cute? So good. Thank you. Social good yeah. at Sindhu V, I'm assuming. At Sindhu V Gigs. Sindhu V Funny. Is at Sindhu V Funny. Yeah. At Sindhu V Funny on Instagram. No, on Twitter. On Twitter. And on Instagram, it's just Sindhu V. At Sindhu V on Instagram. At Sindhu V on Twitter. Easy. Easy. And also, thank you for listening. Thank you for Thank you, Rosie, for your words and your kindness Thank and your heart. Thank you, Helen, for your face. Let's go to the cinema now. <laughs> Bye! 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 You have one new voice message. New voice messages. Hello, Revelar! <laughs> yeah. Reverend Richard Coles. AKA the Rev with all the coals. Uh no. He's ready for Christmas and you and he's ready to, to come on our podcast. Hi hi Richard. Um it's comedian Helen Bauer here with comedian Rosie Jones. Please come on our podcast because you I think you can bring a touch of class and dignity to it, which yeah. we're, we're very much missing at the moment. Um we really want to chat to you about being a comedian, reverend, a musician, you do bloody everything. You're amazing, Richard. We love you. Get back to us. Thank you, Mary. Bye. Bye-bye.
deleted. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.